You're listening to Biz Quick. This is where Julie and Corey provide quick and useful information to small business owners. Biz Quick is the podcast where small business owners get to showcase their businesses and receive expert advice and guidance in areas many entrepreneurs struggle with. And you, the listener, get solutions, tips, and tricks on real-world topics that many small business owners face. Julie and Corey are the experts small businesses hire when they need solutions. And the BizQuick podcast is just one way they deliver those solutions. Let's start the show. Hello and welcome to BizQuick. I'm Corey. And I'm Julie. And on today's episode, we have friend of SB Pace back on, Callie Keen from Red Blue Collective. He's out of the Northern Virginia area, and we are going to talk to him about why people are willing to pay large sums for certain things and they feel like less expensive stuff is not worth their time. Um, and all of that, because it's been something that Julie and I have been kind of kicking around for a while, trying to figure out why people are willing to pay us large amounts of money for certain services. And then when they're getting, when there's a potential value for something else that they're offering, nobody wants to buy it. So it's kind of weird and it doesn't really make sense. Yeah, there's definitely a psychology behind it, but I'm not a psychologist. Are you? No. So it's, I can't quite figure it out, but I am curious before we bring Callie on, let's, do you have, is there a number that a price point where you'll buy it without really thinking about it? Or are you a discerning consumer who will not spend anything without really making sure that it's worth the money you're going to pay? And by it, you mean anything? Yeah, pretty much anything. Uh, I mean, below 20 bucks probably. I don't think twice. Okay. About whatever it is. Um, I've never been, even in my poorest days, very price sensitive when it comes to like grocery shopping. Like I have no problem... You know, like I'm not buying brand name everything, especially because I was in food for so long that I know that the brand name stuff is the exact same stuff, almost the exact same as the 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 store brand, just with a different packaging. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've seen the manufacturing facilities where they're like they just flip a switch and it goes from Kroger brand to Kraft brand, same stuff, just different packaging. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, not really price sensitive in that, uh, but for the stuff that we're talking about, like courses or whatever, like I'd say probably less than a hundred, um, you know, do a little bit of research and it's not something that I need to like ask around about. It's like, yeah, that's probably worth it. Yeah. What's weird is like, I, you know, we try and put price our stuff so that it's the courses our non-service stuff, right? The courses that we create, we try and price them as this click and buy, meaning it doesn't require a phone call for somebody to find out like, Hey, is this worth the money? Right. And even that feels like it's, it's like pulling teeth sometimes to get people to see like, Oh, is there $137 worth of value in this? We're going to teach you how to save like five hours a week. Is your five hours a week worth $137? But I don't think that people think about it that way. That's the thing. People are dumb. I agree. Um, but <laughs> Unless you're a customer and then you're not dumb. Or one of our many, many listeners out there. Right. Our listeners are not dumb either. Very smart. Um, <laughs> Good decision making. Yes. <laughs> but the, uh, yeah, I don't think that, I don't think people are thinking about value. They're not saying, oh, well, am I going to get, like, if I charge this and then X number of hours, like, they're not doing math in their head. It, it's, there's the perceived value that they get it's, it's like if you were to take 
you were to go to Burger King and buy, you know, a, a, a meal, what they sell the Whopper there, buy, you know, a Whopper meal. So the Whopper mm-hmm. fries, get a soda, whatever, mm-hmm. take that sandwich and walk over to, you know, for whatever it costs, five bucks. I don't know how much it costs, but let's say I don't know $7. Either. Sure. Take it across the street to a full service restaurant, plate it up and make it look nice. The exact same thing. It's just plated differently, and you could probably sell it for fourteen, fifteen bucks. Doesn't the Whopper or the Whopper have special sauce though? That I'm fairly certain that's just mayonnaise and ketchup mixed oh, okay. together. <laughs> but you know, you throw a little piece of garnish on the plate, uh, you know, maybe a slice of fruit that costs eight cents, and now you're taking something that you paid seven for and selling it for fourteen. And people just think, oh, because I'm in this place, it's supposed to cost this much. And vice versa, you take a nice ribeye steak and a baked potato from name a restaurant and package it up in a Burger King bag, and people are like, oh, I wouldn't pay more than $9 for that, you know, when it's a $30 meal from a regular restaurant. Yeah, yeah, but I, so I think we all know that I'm not doing math in my head either. But I can certainly look at something and say, is there value in that, right? Like if, if this cost me $37 or $137, is that, you know, how, what would I have to get out of it for that to be of value? And that's how I look at those purchases. And I, maybe I'm an outlier. That's not how most people consider things. I don't, I don't know. Um, but it just, it's so, it's weird to me, right? Where it's not it's not challenging and and maybe it's because maybe it's because of our personalities. Can we talk to people and we've, you know, we talk to our clients and we're engaging and generally likable and, you know, people are like, yeah, I want to work with them. Right. And, but then, but there's no, there's, there's no access to us through our courses. You're just, you're getting this information and then you go do it on your own time. Maybe that's the difference. I don't, I honestly don't know. Well, yeah, and, and maybe the people just perceive the fact that they're getting our time as being having more value than something that they have to do on their own. Because a lot of what we do uh, requires handholding. Yeah, we, like we're yeah. working with people who have never done, uh, never opened a business or never launched a website or whatever it is, and so we're having to walk them through every step. And I, I'm not saying that in a bad way. It's that that's what we got hired to do is to help them do that. Yeah. So, you know, like, and it's figurative handholding it's not literal we're not we're not we're not violating anybody's personal spaces correct yes um but the yeah so i i, I don't know uh I, and i i have if i knew the answer we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. i know if i knew it as well let's see if kelly knows it maybe yeah, he's maybe that. he's got some information for us that might solve this problem might unlock this lock for us all right all well right. let's take a break and we'll bring kelly in Hey everyone, if you're like most entrepreneurs out there, time is not something you ever seem to have enough of. We get it. There are a million things that need your attention both in business and in your personal life. That's why we created Time Bomb. This is a self-paced course designed to help you determine what your time is worth and where you should be spending those precious hours every day. Right now, we have an option to buy the bundle, which also includes products designed to help you become more efficient with your time. It's a $70 deal you're getting for only an additional $30. Head on over to sbpace.com to learn more. Time Bomb. Take control of your calendar. Gain control of your life. All right, and welcome back to the show. We've got Callie Keen back on Red Blue Collective, and we are going to talk about 
why we can sell really expensive stuff easily and why it's hard to sell the less expensive stuff. Welcome back, Callie. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm really, I'm actually really excited to jump into this and it, it's not, it's not an area where I'm like, okay, guys, I, I, I figured it out. I'm Prometheus. I have the, I have the fire of the gods. I figured out and cracked the code here. Um, I'm learning. Yeah. I'm, I'm learning why this is. I'm excited to talk about it too, because this is a conversation that you and I frequently have offline where we're like, how come you can sell something for 10, 20, $30,000 and it, it's done with ease and you get somebody, you have a product or a course or something that's like 97 or you have a reoccurring subscription for 99 or a course for 137 and you can't get people to buy it. And I don't understand yeah. it. And I, I don't have the answers either. I, and unless Corey has them, I think this is just going to be a conversation about what we surmise is happening. Yeah, I've actually been uh, keeping that answer to myself this entire time. Uh, yeah. He's just watching watching all of his friends struggle. Yes. Um, yeah, it was funny because we were talking right before we, we started recording and I immediately just started thinking how we probably should have like a psychologist on this call right now because I think that's what it's really going to boil down to is what, like where people just, they get that perception that if it's expensive, it must be worth it versus if it's cheap, even like... It, you know, if you go to a luxury car company and, and they say, oh, you can buy this car, but they normally retail for 60000 and this one is eighteen, you're going to be like, well, I don't know about that $18,000. i will probably spend the sixty and, and make sure that the, the car is good, you know. I, but I, I have no idea. I don't know what the answers are. We, we see it with product all the time on my side of things. Uh, with clients' products, we look at it and they – they see, hey, somebody's selling this for $49, so mine should be $37, right? I'm like, can it be $250? Like, there's, I also found one that's selling that's $24,000. Like, what's the difference between that $24,000 one and the one that you're selling? Like, not much. No, there's a huge amount, but we have to figure out what that's, that perceived value is. And I understand how this works in physical products, but for the knowledge space, moving from, I guess, I, I hate the term high ticket. I think that's like a made up term that people that sell courses about selling courses have created to like hoodwink us all. But from moving from a quote, high ticket consultant to pushing my mission of like taking that experience and bringing it to entrepreneurs, or just starting or just have a six figure business. It's like, um, I don't know. I, I was talking last week. I said, I'm just, I'm like not a very good guru. <laughs> I'm just a bad guru because everybody's, they want to do these cheap courses and then scale up to expensive done for you. And one-on-one -on -one. I'm like, that's the world that I came from. I just don't understand the cheap side of things. Like I don't it, either. I, um, you know, I, I don't know the guru side of it. I don't understand either, but I mean, I don't yeah. understand no way anybody would want to, to flame frame themselves as a guru. Right. Yeah. Super weird. Um, and I know, I think I shared this with, with you, Kelly, um, that, you know, I have a friend who, um, literally paid somebody from clubhouse $5,000 to f find her passion. Right. Yeah, and crazy. it turns out that her passion is exactly what I told her. It was six months ago when her and I were having a conversation because she told me what her passion is, right? It's not because I am a psychic or a guru. I just listen well. And I told her and I kind of gave her this strategy. 
And when I talked to her to find out how this call went with, you know, this person that was helping her find her passion, she's like, oh, she's, she's, she tells me that, that my next step is to join this $25,000 mastermind. And I was like, no, it is not. You are not allowed to to give this woman another dime. (laughs) That that sounds kind of like how cults are, right? (laughs) So here's a, here's a weird split uh, of this. And, um, because I'm from, you know, boring manufacturing engineering world, when I first set out to work with entrepreneurs, I was like, I'm going to show them the exact process to develop products, because this is where, from my limited view at that time, why people screwed up. They they didn't have a go-to-market strategy. They didn't have clear steps. So I was like, I'm going to give them the steps, the process to properly develop and test a product. And uh, I was extremely wrong, right? A does solve a problem, but there's there's a whole network of, of issues. And one of the big things is from like entrepreneurship is is basically a personal development game that in large a lot of people have mental hangups that challenge them. And so there's this component where mindset is a huge piece that pushes people forward or pushes them past barriers, but that opens the door to all this like shenanigans right uh, of totally pointless courses where there's no end result because i'm sure that there are life-changing life coaches and find your passion coaches and all those things but in general it seems like an unwinnable game right because until you're dead like you need to pay these people Mm -hmm. so I kind of get that that zone of things. I don't really I, I don't really understand it, but I do know that from talking to lots of people, regardless of what it what it could you could see it in fitness, you could see it in business. It's like there has to be a component where people decide that they want to win and they create like positive mental structures about what they're doing. Like a lot of people hate money. It's hard to run a business if you if you if you hate money. It's like a common one. But um I don't know. I, I think on the lower end, so this will be like my first piece is like on the lower end, it's really easy to be associated with people that are selling f- total fluff. It's like very difficult to discern between something that is like, I'm going to help you sell, you know, find your passion or like, I'm going to give you this exact strategy to do this, but specific thing that you want to do. And, and, yeah, it's it's very it's very difficult for people to discern. Yeah, I that's interesting. So first, there are people that actually hate money. Uh, yeah, actually, so um, in 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 my universe, inventors, uh, people that associate you know as inventors, they really dislike business and marketing in general. Um, I have flat out had people tell me that they won't run Facebook ads because they think that ads are annoying. I'm like, okay, this is 2016. If you put a dollar into Facebook ads, you just make money. It's just like ridiculous. And they're, I don't think ads work because I think they're annoying. Okay. Um, but yeah, there's, there's people that um, maybe run like a B Corp or they run a not, a not for profit. Mm-hmm. And they um, have like an adverse identification with, with money. But a lot of people that identify themselves as makers or inventors, 
and they say, Hey, I have this thing that I've created. I made a hundred of them and they sold out and people want them. But like, I don't want to like, I don't want to like sell them for too much money. So I make them for $10 and I sell them for like 15 bucks. How can I turn this into a business? I'm like, dude, you're not even counting your time. That's like $10 worth of materials. And you're selling it for like, never, you'll never make money. Like you're already, you're already bankrupt. You've already lost your house. I, you know, <laughs> Before so you even started, yeah. it's over. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tend to, so my strategy when I'm going to buy a, when I'm looking at, you know, a 27, 37, $97 course and, you know, um, that's my, my sort of thoughtless price point where if it's below a hundred dollars and it looks interesting, I'll buy it. Right. Especially if it ends in a seven, I'm in. Right. Woo. Yes, exactly. Now everybody knows how to get me. And I sort of, I look at it from the perspective of, I only have to get $37 worth of value out of this or $97 worth of value. Right. So if I'm looking at, like I've bought like, um, for $37, I bought like this, um, 12 months for five different types of coaching businesses. Like maybe it was like a fitness coach, like an online, like life coach, a business coach, like five different types of coaches. Each one of them had 12 months of content ideas, video content ideas. <laughs> and it cost me $37. And I was like, that is at least just given the number of options, that's at least two and a half years worth of content that I can use. That's certainly worth $37 that I don't have to think about. Right. So I kind of look at them from that perspective and I think it annoys me that more people don't do that. Cause it'd be like, Oh, I could completely get, you know, a hundred dollars worth of value. Or if you've got a subscription, $1,200 worth of value um, a year out of, this particular thing and but people don't look at it like that well i was gonna the the problem there is that it's you're thinking logically you're not thinking yeah you're not thinking like the like the advertisers want you to think which is here's this shiny nice thing here's this perceived value because it's packaged nice it has some some wording that looks like we spent money on a website so it must be worth something it comes in a box it comes in a box julie like they deliver it to me. You know, that's the type of stuff that people think about. They don't think about, oh, this the guarantees on the box. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, I guess that's true. So let me, Callie, from a recurring like subscription, is that easier or harder to sell than like a one time, you know, $97 or, or the, hey, if you, you, a one-year subscription, $99 a month, or you can pay it all up front for 997 bucks. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's super interesting. I just, you know, I just launched an offer like that. And part of it is because I, I think by doing things like this, it kind of hacks my learning. It forces me to go into a perspective and understand this a little bit better. But I, I feel like this is the, the, most difficult lift is that low ticket subscription. And this is why is because you people have to imagine not just what they're getting, but what they will continue to get month after month. Like how long will this be helpful to me? Right. What am I going to get every month? Will I want to keep coming back to Julie? You know? So instead of having them imagine like you did, what value I'm going to get for $37, they're like, 
is this going to turn into like this monthly hassle or what am I going to get? Where am I going to be uh, in two months? I'm going to be a millionaire. Like I don't, I am not going to need business coaching after my product just blows up and me and Jeff are just you know, sailing on his yacht and doing all this amazing stuff. So um, yeah. So I, th I think that's, that is the difficulty there. My thought process behind that is I get a lot of DMS like, Hey, can we, can we jump on a call? Can we do this? Can we do that? Hey, what's this answer? So I wanted to have one place where I just stick all those answers and just keep filling that bucket. And then um, if, if people are interested, it will accumulate more content and then they can just su subscribe to that. And it, so there, there's some other, there's some other elements to it that you'll see come out, but like, that's, that's my, my thought. Um, selling the higher ticket course was also still pretty difficult, but I, I turned people down to actually just develop their product all the time. That's, that's the weird thing is somebody would rather pay me $50,000 to design their product than me, than me show them how to do it like for a thousand dollars. I think you hit a pretty good point there in terms of people they don't want to do stuff. So like yeah. when it comes to figuring out pricing, Oh, well, if I pay 99 a month versus a thousand up front, I'm going to save, you know, Oh, now I have to do math. Like just do it for me and I'll pay for it. You know, $99 a month for 12 months or $1,500. And I only have to do it once. Yeah. I'll pay the 1500. That's easy. I only have to do one thing once instead of one thing, 12 times, you know, and it, like it, it, people are just like, I think from that perspective in, in terms of, you know, yeah, I can pay you to teach me or I can just say, hey, hey, you just do it. I'll pay for it. I don't care. And I think that's that's a big part of it as well is is for for us, like when we're trying to like price courses or whatever, like are we making things too hard for people to like understand what it is that they're getting? Like here, just give us thirty seven dollars. You're going to be smarter. That's the sales page. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I also think, you know, there's one of the things, so our, you know, our foundation 52, right? I think one mm -hmm. of the things that we got really, really wrong with that and that, you know, I want to go back and do a rebranding on it is that it, we, what we need to de-emphasize is the amount of stuff you get with it, which sounds counterintuitive, but yeah. if you were a small business owner and it sounds like a lot of work, right? So, so instead talk about like, here's the results that you can get. If you take a look at it, if you, if you are enrolling this versus here's all the stuff you get. Right. And it's kind sure. of the opposite of, I guess what Russell Brunson would, would preach is, you know, tell them everything they're getting and what it would cost and how they're going to get it for this. And then, you know, make the sale. I mean, the, val the value stack part is great and we could get into that. It's like, you know, the proportional consulting costs of what you're, you're stacking in your program. And if you were to value stack it and say, this is what's included and this is what it would cost to do this with a consultant and you're, you're going to get it done with you, that value stack gets pretty ridiculous. That's, that's interesting. But I agree is that it looks like a lot of work. Right. So um, previously I taught startups how to get investment. Right. And 
this was a, it was a terrible program to sell because it takes two years. Right. And I was like, I, I know a lot about this subject. I can show a physical product company how to go from, I have an idea to getting investment one of several ways, right. Or getting funding, right. Just, oh, let's just use a broader term, but everybody comes in thinking that they're going to have a, uh, you know, white knight come in and shower them with a million bucks. But in reality, like, I'm going to set you up. You're going to get a really good bank loan, most likely. But uh, it was a ter- it was a terrible program to sell. It's just terrible because you look at it and then amount of work you're essentially building a, a business plan and getting traction so you can get investment. It's it's really boring. Whereas fast forward right now, you have NBA, which I'm going to rebrand as Insiders and be a month to month. Um, you have access to the program, but it's more of a group coaching type thing, continual. Really, all that most people cared about was how to do collaborative launches. That was it. So the, the feedback on it was it's got all this stuff, but they would pay uh, five, ten times as much to just learn how to do collaborations with influencers, which is which is like one possible outcome that you get because that's the shiny ball. And now I'm like, feel uh, a moral, I, I feel morally turned off, let's just say. By, bankrupt? I was going to say bankrupt. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm now, I'm just like, that's it. I'm, I'm going in full guru mode. But like, <laughs> yeah, I feel, I feel like you can't properly utilize that strategy unless you put all the other pieces in place. But that's, that was people's takeaway. They're like, I want to do like this because they think that that's going to unlock all of their problems. So do I make something smaller or do I streamline everything? So it allows you to do that properly. I, I, I don't know, but I still don't know how to like to sell something for, for $47, how people do that. The customer acquisition cost is, you know, $25. I don't know that somebody that pays $25, they're going to scale up to want to pay $5,000 a month. I don't think that that's a linear path to, for people. Yeah. That's not, it's but, not on the Ascension ladder, 25 to 5,000, probably not. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's all, it's all really interesting to me, but. Um, I'm curious if you've given it any, given any thought to um, sort of some, I don't know if this question will make sense, but I'm going to throw it out there. You two are smart. You'll figure it out. If um, like, what are some, what are, what is some, a B testing that we could do around, you know, like a, a high ticket or like a, a high ticket item versus a low ticket item and kind of figure out like what's, what is driving people? Like what, what sort of factors can we throw in there or what can we do to test it to see, like basically hack the system so that we, we figure out like, okay, I, now I know how to sell a hundred dollar course, right? Like what, what, what kind of A B testing could we do around that? My, my, uh, so my coach I'm working with just says, don't do it. (laughs) He says, don't, don't do it because it's, it's like, it's the Olympics of selling an online product. It's easier to your, your customer acquisition cost is you can afford to pay $500 for, for a client. If you're selling a $5,000 item easily. Right. But 
with the way that Facebook ads and even Google pre-roll ads are running, you could pay 50, 100, $200. And if your product is a hundred bucks, it's really difficult. Whereas once you have sold the higher end product, maybe your list is really large and you can do a soft launch into your list. Maybe there's, you know, maybe it's a clear ascension ladder. It's just a piece of the bigger piece. I, um, I don't know, but what's funny is that he's doing lower ticket stuff. Your coaches. Right? Yeah. So his, his, uh, his product is between five and $8,000 a year, but as, as of right now, he keeps releasing like $200, $300 offers. Uh, if you're part of the, the direct coaching, you just get all these offers for, for free. But I, I'm just like watching him build a Facebook group with 6,000 people in a week. And I think what he's doing is he's just spending a crazy amount of money and he knows that a certain percentage of those people will then convert. So it's almost like, he can filter out the people that do the work at the cheaper level and then identify who's getting wins and then convert them over to a, a higher ticket sell, which I understand that, but he's like, just sell expensive stuff. And I'm like, man, you sound like what I tell people about products. So I, I don't Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I read, uh, uh I can't, I'm not going to get the math right, but, uh, or, you know, the, the numbers from the study hundred uh, percent correct, but it was, they did something where it was just, people's uh just assuming when it comes to like discounts of items and uh, you know 10% off a $10,000 item seems significantly better than 10% off a $10 item you're getting the same percentage you know you're saving the same percentage and then you know they were like they were doing stuff like that and it's just funny how people think like when it comes to math and and like how can we test that and I don't even know if it's I don't even know if it's possible I mean because also I don't want to throw a bunch of money at this just for fun we could get a grant <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I was kind of thinking like we could take like Time Bomb or we could take Foundation 52. We could do take Foundation 52, right? And we could sort of rebrand it based on what we, the value people get out of it. And we could create the, um, we, we could do value stacking. That's what it's called, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we could do value stacking in there, throw some other things. So you get, you know, figure out like the different stuff to put in there. We can pull out some, um, you know, pieces of content from some other things to, to toss in there. We could toss in a couple hours of coaching, whatever. Right. And we could just sell it at this ridiculous price of like, you know, $7,000, $7,500. Right. And so pretty much the exact same product that's sitting over here for 1200 bucks. We're just, we're going to demonstrate it as a, with a value chain or value value stack value stack yes and create a really cool sales page for it and see what happens right yeah and i i just it would be crazy to me though if that was if people were like oh i'm gonna buy that i'm out I, oh hell yeah i'm in on that so with 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 yours it's so it's so linear like and imp instantly implementable i would see somebody Maybe getting getting the lead mat the uh, lead magnet mm -hmm. doing the quiz. I'd see somebody then buying the product, and then on the checkout it says, you know, you have your authority video, and it gives them, 
hey, I'm going to give you this one-time offer to discount. So you, you're going to save this time and then you're going to implement it in your business on our larger program. So for people that have purchased this program, we're going to give you a special discount. This is all the stuff that you get. And they say, no, I don't want that. And then it gives them a uh, down-selected offer of, hey, do you want to add additional coaching hours to work through the content of Time Bomb to accelerate your success? And you know, maybe that's it's a ridiculous value. It's like 99 bucks to talk to Julie for an hour. That's fantastic. Uh, and that gives you an opportunity to one-on-one -on -one build some authority. So you see that, you see that structure a couple different ways because that, that um, additional, what do they call it? Downsell mm -hmm. looks really, really cheap after the upsell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know? It's like, Hey, well, I can walk you through the, the hot, the hot points of all the things that we just tried to sell you that you didn't want because you're not ready. Uh, and you can just get these ad hoc hours for this much, this much money. And I, I don't know, there's, there's so many strategies out there, but um, it, it just, it just, it just blows my mind. Cause I see, I people, I see people selling things that are very expensive, like that life purpose product. And I, and I see the pieces that are in, what I work with people and I'm like, if I just sold this, if I just sold this, uh, it would work. I think that it would work, but it wouldn't contribute to what my personal mission is. I wouldn't, I don't think people would get the same level of success. So it's like, it's, um, you got to hold steady though, right? You don't, you can't, you can't sell out. Yeah. I mean, it's a brand building play at the end of the day is it's like, I, I mean, I already have a, I already have a business doing this. This is like, that's the big push is like, I'm sure you get this too. It's like, Hey, if you do this for a living, like, why are you selling a course? It's like, because it gives me the ability to scale all the things that I learned over here to help more people. Right. Yeah. But uh, it, it's just so murky because of the industry. So. It is. It is. I'm, I'm determined much like I'm determined to master sales funnels. I am determined to crack the code on why that $137 course is so much harder to sell than a $20,000 product or service. It's really, it's mind boggling to me, really, really mind boggling, but we'll figure it out. We'll get there. Yeah. It, so people say stuff like, Oh, you, you know, you come up with that $137 and then you just put enough value into that bucket where it makes it worth it. And I, I totally disagree. I mean, I, I, I see people like, they're like, here's 200 headlines that, that convert, like here's this SEO cheat sheet. And all I, I know that they just went to uh, a hrefs and to, like SEMrush and just did a quick search, copied all of the headlines and put it into a spreadsheet. And then they're selling it to people. That's, that's all that they're doing. Right. And, you know, here's this productivity hack booklet. And I'm like, this is the same booklet that is just somebody else's. It's a different version of somebody else's booklet. It's the same stuff like over and over again, you could just get it through Google search, but that's what people want. Those are the hot, the hot uh, object. So I'm really, I'm, I'm surprised that like time bomb isn't a huge, like runaway success because that is the number one thing. That's what I struggle with. You know, so everybody. So, well, yeah. so why didn't you buy it? It's $137 Kelly. 
because I keep filling my <laughs> life with too many tasks. And I'll tell you, this is my personal thing. It's like, if I get it, that's one more thing I've got to do. So I got to take something off of my plate. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot time. of your customers are in the same, the same boat. That is the, that is the case. That is the number one thing that we see with our clients too. It's yeah. like, they don't have, they want to make all these improvements and they don't have the time to make those improvements. It's like, yeah. why yeah. did you hire us? Yeah. We just, we just got off a call uh, before this with, with the client and past three weeks this, oh, I've just been so busy. I've just been so busy and nothing's gotten done. We're like, we get it. You're busy. We're busy too. But you know, we're still doing our, our job over here, but yeah. uh, whatever. That's just <laughs> life. But we have to uh, start wrapping this up. So Callie, if you wouldn't mind letting everybody know, uh, how they can get in touch with you or, or find out more about you. Sure. Uh, well, I'd like everyone to, if you're interested in physical products, or you're interested in business topics, please listen to the end hype podcast. So you, you can listen on Spotify. You can listen on iTunes, Google, really close to breaking into the top 100 business podcasts in the U S. So I can get a little bit of lift. I'd appreciate it. Uh, other than that, I'm on a lot of social platforms. So if you have, if you, if you have a question or I said something crazy and you'd like to argue with me, internet <laughs> people just DM me. Let's, let's get into it. Do you want to give a plug for your latest cool thing that you're doing? Sure. Yeah, this is, this is totally insane. And it, it's, um, I I've never seen somebody do something like this. So you're, 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 if you're, if you want to see somebody launch a product, this will be really, um, it's, it's ridiculous. So it's called the ultimate product launch campaign. I'm going from a clean sheet of paper to launching a product on Kickstarter. Uh, we have some plans in the works to show getting that on Amazon. And we have a whole another program lining up that should be really interesting, but selling this thing, we're going to do the second week. We did, we did a customer niches, market niches last week. Uh, this week, we're going to talk about customer stories and how that enhances everything. But we're going to go through every single step. I do a live every single week and walk through like my process using a cheat sheet that you can get a hold of and the math of how I come up with an idea and how we launch an idea. So will I be successful? Will I be a failure? I don't know. You got to tune in. So that's redbluecollective.com slash product launch. That signs you up for the email. And if you'd like, I have a whole private community that we're building out. That's the hub of all of my content. And that's the end hype movement. We're doing that on Mighty Networks. Should be, well, it's really cool right now. And just it, it's going to grow every single week as this thing launches. So ultimate product launch campaign. Yeah, we're following along and super excited about it. So I've loved what I've seen so far. Yeah, oh, and thanks. thank you, uh, Callie, for, for joining us and giving us uh, you know your time and, and insight today. And thanks to all of our listeners. All the information that Callie gave will be in our show notes, so you can check those. Yep, and you can connect with us on social media. We are on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and we have a YouTube channel. I just put out a shameless plug on Facebook asking for people to help me be less of a loser by subscribing to our YouTube channel. So... Y'all, if you're listening to this, go subscribe. Help me on my Less of a Loser campaign. You can also reach us on sbpace.com. And 
Speaking of podcasts and being number one, we are nowhere near the top 100 business <laughs> podcast, but we would like to start working towards that. So subscribe to our pod and like it and give us a review on whatever platform it is you use to listen to podcasts. Yeah, we love feedback. One star, five star, whatever you got, we're going to take it. You can reach out to us about topics as well. You can do that on sbpace.com. If you're interested in learning about something, we're probably interested in talking about it. Oh, we have a book. It's a number one bestseller on Amazon. It comes with a digital workbook, and it's called Seriously Now What? A Small Business Guide to Disaster Preparedness. And if you've already bought the book, you should go review it. Nice work. Thank you. I got it all. All All right. Well, that is it for today's podcast. I'm Corey. And I'm Julie. And this was BizQuick, helping small businesses across America.